like that's got to be last stand. That's last stand, but he's not even that big there. Type in X one uh, Wolverine. <laughs> okay, there's a big difference. Yeah, I, I just want to. I, I want the people. To, yeah, to I see. want the people to see what he what the comparison is, and and can Taron Egerton? I think he can do it. I think he can be the muscles. Look at him. That's a normal human man. That's a normal human man with good pecs and good arms. Once again, another flagship episode. Happy Monday. We're going to get the last in. We're going to have a good time. You guys are going to give me more gray hairs. Just go with the flow. (laughs) Go with the flow. (laughs) Dude, I can't take it. Don't get it. Perfect. Then you're having a bride or uh, even worse, someone just like coming after you. Hard cut into the podcast. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works podcast. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Have you guys ever thought about why podcasters didn't translate into the radio voice? Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise uh, Works people podcast. Are, people, yeah. people knew it. People were people were sick of it by then. They were sick of it, but radio hosts are still doing it. Yeah, because they're Ryan on the radio. going like, "Welcome back to the show." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay. It's Ryan Seacrest in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I don't because I'm not old. Really, listen to the radio that much. Hmm. That that's... I do, I don't. And no, I don't tend to listen to like a ton of morning shows on my yeah. way to work. But I jam to some music. I sing all the way to work, all the way, all the way. So I don't really use my radio when nobody's in the car. Mm. No, I don't. I use my phone. Okay, I usually put headphones in, while and listen to my phone, podcasts, other things. Okay. See, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle. Sometimes I'll throw on a radio show. Sometimes I'll throw on music, which, by the way, in certain cities, it's hard to find music in the morning. Do you do you find that? Nah. For me, it's really hard to find music in the morning because everyone's like, and now it's back to the show with Amy and Jessica. I mean, I know <laughs> I know for sure that there's going to be some of the morning shows on, but uh, most of the channels, aside from maybe two I'm I'm yeah. gonna be hearing music on because I I've I've selected a good number of channels mm-hmm. to flip between to find some music. See, that's the thing you can't flip because your your radio your radio is broke. My radio is broke, and that's a common flip. plague. But I can scroll. I can browse. I can browse. It's tougher. Tough. It's tougher. It's and tough you have browse. no idea how many times I've you know been browsing and heard. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy with Charlemagne the God. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so many. Every single yeah. city in the United States. Yeah. In the morning, you're flipping through the channels. You're going to hear DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. Yeah. It's some social it's justice. It's radio. It's radio. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely radio. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I tune into the early morning shows. Uh, they sometimes have fun segments. Steve Harvey has a killer morning show. Yeah. And I've told you guys this. On the radio? Yes. Freaking, if you're going to flip to anything, see if Steve Harvey's in your area. Now, I want to talk to y'all about <laughs> the uh, the COVID Omicron variant. It's coming out. And it's, uh, no, you dude. know, it's really killing people out. No, no, no. This is what it was okay. like. This happened the other day. Steve Harvey got a question from a listener as to why their kid is not behaving. 
And he said, now listen. <clears throat> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of kids out there misbehaving. In my day, in my day, that everyone was on their best behavior. And I'll tell you why. It's a really simple fact. And for some reason, some people don't agree with this. If he says. Parents these days aren't whooping, whooping their, their kids', kids. ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to throw a little bit more Steve in there. Steve in there. Put, the, put he a talks, little bit. He, he talks a little quieter when he's on the a radio. Little, and he talks like from like the bottom, like his the lower bottom, teeth. The you teeth. know, he talks like from here. Yeah. And that's where he gets. <laughs> that's where he gets all his good ideas. His Monty. <laughs> his funny ideas. No, that's Steve Harvey's got a great morning show. I, I like. Uh, there's there's one that they do uh, on Wednesday. They do a segment called "F My Life." Mm-hmm. And on it's Steve Harvey or no? No, on a different on a different show. And they they just read off from a website called "F My Life." Oh, they, and it, it's sometimes the worst stuff. It's like. I was getting I was getting married and then I found out that my husband and his best friend were in a relationship and mm. had been for the past mm. like five months. F my life. <laughs> and that's the whole and they just read off those comments and sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're like, Oh, oh, oh my god. So I feel can't bad believe for this happening. Yeah. yeah. And it's I terrible. Lo- I love it. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they do another segment called Facebook Fights where they just read off people going at each other on Facebook. Oh, man. That's some good stuff. Dang it, man. What about you? You don't listen to the radio, so you don't have any good radio stories. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I podcast it in the morning, usually. Podcast? I mean, I'll podcast yeah. it some mornings. You know, that either, like, I flip between two bears. Yep. One cave. Um, Ear biscuit. Yep. Or bad friends usually is my go-to. Hmm. You don't ever throw in the... Uh, what is it? It's not the Lavender Hour. Duncan Trussell? No. That's, the Family that's, Hour. No, no, no. That's a great way to start your day because no. every podcast, he opens with a wacky segment. Yeah, where he, it's like, too wacky to be <laughs> linear, though. There's no linear. Well, first it's, off, he's talking to a guest. Okay. He talks to a guest, but the opener of the podcast is like... The spaceman stole my socks. That kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just wackiness. Weird. And it's, it makes like a song. And then he's like, that song was performed by a good friend of mine. He's an up and coming artist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I no, that early in the morning until I get like a coffee and, you know, it's been about an hour of me being up. That I don't want to hear anything weird like that. <laughs> I just want to hear something that'll make me laugh or just I can kind of tune out with it being in the background. Gosh, dang. I can't imagine what people see if they look at me while I'm driving. Because it's probably, <laughs> it's probably like, oh, it's, uh, I constantly am sitting ooh. on the couch and I'm like, why it's coming? Coming because I can hear him driving into the apartment I'll complex. <laughs> I I sing full force yeah. when I'm by myself on Which the way to work. Is appropriate yeah. when Wyatt gets home. This this is what he does every time I see him get out of his car. 
So I hear like the music blaring the- from our apartment with the windows closed. I can hear it. Like, what's what's a popular song now? Like, what's like Harry Styles? Like watermelon sugar. Yes, you do. And Not, then no. why it'll turn if off? If it's on the radio, you're listening to it. No. And then why it'll turn off the turn it off and he gets out of his car and as he's walking up he's still singing still, he's just still like singing. watermelon sugar <laughs> like I can hear him as he's walking yeah. in <laughs> cause he's just blaring cause why it's living a happy life sheesh I love dude the music I, uh, music is some, a drug man some some mornings I'm not sad or anything and I'm just like I'm only looking for sad songs <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be sad I'm Jay. trying to be sad today Or <laughs> some sad and then I'm like you just getting it into those sad songs. Get some of that Adele. I love it. Yeah. Cause you had a bad day. Oh, no, that one's too peppy. Oh. We're gonna do an uh, opener. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit about a potential new, uh, possible potential. I cannot stress that enough. Thing, but possible, possibly, potentially, a addition to the MCU, and that happens to be this man. <sighs> What's his name? Taron Egerton. Egerton. Mr. Egerton. Would you stop now? I'm just trying to get that off mouse off the screen. You're always reaching over the computer. <laughs> always Mr. reaching. Mr. Egerton. He, he played I, on the Kingsman. He played on Robin Hood. Robin I'm Hood. assuming because he's he got was these Robin. arrows. Uh, he played Elton John. He played Elton? Yeah, he played yeah. a fantastic Elton John. Yeah. So- First off, there there's a lot of things going around right now. Fan art, mm. you know, which I think we have one that we can throw up. Um, articles being written about the potential probability potential of Mr. Egerton playing Wolverine. We have learned. So I I I don't know if it's confirmed, but he there's rumors that he's been talking with Marvel about this role. I don't know if it's, if nothing's been confirmed or anything like that, but that's rumors. Yes. But we have learned because of John Kwasinski and, you know, other things that sometimes Marvel will fan service us. Yeah, they will. And give us who we want. The biggest fan service of the decade. Yeah. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh yeah. They'll give us the fan service. Lately they've been, They've been pleasing. Well, people, the, well, people want this. People like this. Yeah. You know, I think MCU will make this happen. Probably. Maybe. Who? Who? There was another person that was maybe. You have no. Oh. What are you talking about? Um, there were. There was actually. Urban? I saw a couple. Carl Urban. Carl uh, Urban. Who plays oh, Aomir, and he plays in the Carl Boys. He's a little old. It seems. He's been in the MCU. Yeah. As um. The the executioner, mm-hmm. Hela's executioner in Thor Ragnarok. Remember? He was, yeah. Uh, and but and then I saw another one of potentially Elijah Wood. That's that was a, that, <laughs> I, that that was that was going show. around the internet for a while. But okay, I, I would know. rather have Elijah Wood than this gentleman. Hold on, Why? hold on, because Elijah plays what I think of when I think of Wolverine. You think of this weak, scrawny. <laughs> Not weak. Beta male. (laughs) I can promise you. I can promise you. Elijah Wood Mm -hmm. will not bulk up for any role. Nah. (laughs) It'd be funny to see Elijah Wood. No, I want. I don't want to. I don't want a weak Wolverine. I want Swolverine. 
<laughs> We've already had the Swolverine. That's version. that's Wolverine. He's a short little, you know, uh, uh, Joe Rogan looking dude. Imagine Elijah Wood just like not muscular. Yeah. <laughs> you look at his face and it's like. <laughs> You know? I don't. I don't want to see Wolverine come out and be like, ah, and he don't have no muscles. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Wolverine has a positive disposition, and that by that I mean his bones are plated with antimanium. Yep. Say it again. Antimanium. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How would you say it? That's the word that fix. Let's that, go. No, yeah, no, forward. no. Correct me. I don't want to. Antimonium? Adamantium. Adamantium. Antimanium. What is, is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> Adamantium. Adamantium was what, you know, Sabretooth, Wolverine's brother, got. Mm. Adamantium. <laughs> Ammoniumantium. Ammoniumantium. <laughs> So, um, I don't think this is a bad choice. No, I yeah. think he's good. I think there was a, he's got a weird mole on his neck. I don't see, he can't play Wolverine. Okay. You got a weird mole on your neck. Right yeah, there. Show it off. Show the camera. Look, right there. Yeah, I do. You got, got a mole? I got one on my chest, yeah. too. It's weird. Do I have a mole? It's weird. Yeah, I got a weird mole. You just mole. got freckles. And a little, little, a little bit of chest hair. Chair, sir. <laughs> A little bit there. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit in the center. I was thinking, like, you know, Wolverine, do you think he eats a lot of meat? Yeah, probably. Because Wait, I was thinking, why like... you say that? Because I'm, I'm trying to grow more chest hair. Wolverine traditionally has a lot of chest hair. He's a hairy dude. Because Hugh so Jackman rolled it out. Is, is the, what, um, what's going to get you there? I think, personally, I think eating a lot of meat will grant, will grant a man the opportunity... To <laughs> grow my chest hair. <laughs> to grow my chest hair. <laughs> I don't know that that's the case. Look at Joe Rogan. He's got a he's, he's got a chunk of chest yeah, hair. Yeah, he's bald completely. He's bald, but the, here's the thing, though: the more testosterone you have, all right. If this is not a sign that I might have too much estrogen in my body, <laughs> long hair, no, luscious hair. If you have a, an abundance of testosterone, you lose it here and gain it here. Okay. All right. Yeah. I have not what? much here. Is this here. Joe Science? What's the next picture? <laughs> Joe Science. What, what do we have? What's yeah, the next picture? I feel like we're a going fan off art. And now, don't ask me to go further because I don't have much more. Okay. Well, he's pretty ripped in this picture. I know. He's, this is he's not a, a picture. This is fan art. He's he's a strong. I'm guessing this is based on an actual photo gentleman. of him. There, no, he, no, he's strong. He's strong. There was a picture he's, yeah, he's in on an article of just him smiling, and he's got like the the lines in his face, mm -hmm. right? Those those kind of like smile lines yeah. right here that I was like, oh yeah, he would be perfect for Wolverine. Yeah, he. You know, I want eyebrows to play Wolverine. Eyebrow. <laughs> Hold on. Define eyebrows. Uh, the guy. He's in gonna be in the, the MCU millions. already. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, what's his name? Who he's are you talking in, about? He was played Eustace on Will Will, Will no, Poulter. He's, Will Poulter. He's gonna be Arnie. he's gonna be in the MCU. Already. Yeah, we we brought him up on this. Who was he playing? Adam Warlock. I know, he, no, he, Adam yeah, he's Warlock. Playing, uh, yeah. uh, the bad guy. Why would you want movies. him? He's not even dark featured. It'd just be funny with those he's eyebrows. Blonde. Like, he can you blonde. imagine those eyebrows just being like, and and he's like, see, <laughs> <laughs> no. I think he I think he rolls out a really nice Wolverine. He could do it. If and we already know he can act. Yeah. We've seen him in pretty hardcore over the top action films before. No, That's, I got it. 
Shia LaBeouf. No. Oh my <laughs> gosh. See, that's the thing. First off, we're trying to go for someone young here. We've seen we've yeah. seen him in in you Robin know Hood. biopic. Yeah. In uh, action movies, I'd love to see him as Wolverine, a comic book character. Yeah. I think I think that would be cool. Is that more moles? Yeah. Man, he's got a lot of moles. That one might be cancerous, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. I'd be worried about that. Mr. Egerton, I'm not sure how old. I worry about this one on my arm. You got moles. Yeah. Here's the thing. All right. That one's going to kill me. So I had a dark mole on my arm. I'm going to lose this left arm. I had a dark mole on on my arm, Mm. right? Right there. You see the scar tissue? Yeah. You get the right treatment. Joshua has one exactly like it. Oh, yeah. Dark moles. Same arm, same position. And all you got to do is pop some sea herb on that bad boy. Sea mm. herb. For all you people who don't know about it, Google it. Sea herb. It happens to be a herbal it is, remedy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it eats away at things in your body that shouldn't be there, like warts, mm. like moles. Should mm. I do that on this arm mole? Yes. You should you get could. some sea herb. You should put some on there. How Actually, you, how you, you should get this stick it with a pin. Ooh. All right. Just stick them all with a pin. All right. Just very gently. Put some sea herb on it. Put a Band-Aid on it. Let it rest for a few days. Replace the Band-Aid. Replace the sea herb. Do it for about two weeks. That mole will fall off. It will. That's crazy. I've never heard of this. And then you'll yeah. gain a little bit of scar tissue, but the mole when will be heals. gone. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I did here. We both did it in the same spot I because- that, I thought that was from the COVID shot or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> both of our, we had, no, we had I dark- you were allergic. We had like, like, this was almost a black mole, mm-hmm. you know, and it worried me. And I was like, well- I've used sea herb for warts before. What if I can use it for this mole? And Josh was like, let me do the same thing. Yeah, that's interesting. No, I swear I did mine before you. It might have been the other way around. Either way, crazy story. Wolverine. Look, Mr. Egerton should grab himself some sea herb. (laughs) Sea herb. Maybe that's what he needs. (laughs) Look, and- um, Well, I remember uh, Tom Holland had a mole right here on his chin. And what happened to it? For years in uh, like every movie he was in. And then he's in Spider-Man. No mole. Wonder what his remedy was. Probably surgery. They were yeah. probably like, we're going to get rid of that mole because it's distracting. Now, I've actually seen like really big moles, mm-hmm. people that get surgery where they cut around it. Yeah. Take the we mole have got to off. Move on. We have got to move we get, on. And we then stop. sew it back together. Stop, we have got stop, to move on. Stop. Why is this bothering it's you guys? Bothering it's me. bothering yeah. me. No, they just. They just it's bothering Wolverine. me. What's next? Scissor cut it off. That's it. <laughs> okay, good. All right. They just scissor cut it off. Stop. Why? Oh, my gosh. Stop. You guys are weak of spirit. Well, actually, Wolverine, that wouldn't work because he's got a healing factor. Yeah, his moles just heal back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Taryn Egerton. I like it. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm happy for it. If, uh, I'm you know, 50-50. We'll I, I, I don't want to see. I think Hugh Jackman is done. Uh, and no, I'm glad, mm-hmm. and I'm glad he's done. That's he's why they killed him the off in Logan. He's moved on. He's done. He's done the Wolverine thing. Now, I I personally am of the opinion that the X Men are so much more than Wolverine. But yeah. who's the most iconic X Men? It's Wolverine. Yeah, uh, and I think that's what they were trying to do with the like X Men First Class. I think and- Frog is the the most iconic. You're crazy. <laughs> <sighs> Animantium and frog. Yeah, yeah. You guys are whack. <laughs> I didn't say it. Joshua did. Can you uh, just imagine like a like a metal tongue just like <laughs> That would be crazy from Toad. 
Yeah. <laughs> Finish that your would be thought, insane. bro. Um, I I I would like to see more X Men without Wolverine and Wolverine maybe kind of on his own. Mm-hmm. I like Wolverine on his own, like by himself, not with the team. Part of the X Men. So wait, so but you, by himself. So kind of like that. What was it? A Japanese Wolverine film that came out. Where he was by himself. Yeah, I, but I, <laughs> he was I, up in the hills with a grizzly bear. <laughs> but I, I <laughs> think, I just think that the, you know, they add Wolverine into the X Men yeah. to it's like, oh, let's make this interesting because everybody likes Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to watch another movie where the focus is Wolverine. So they like should the separate character. the two a little bit. Yeah, we, well, we saw with Logan. Distance. Logan is good, and it doesn't lean on the X Men. Yeah. And the X-Men, like, you know, first, not first class. What was the X-Men origins with Professor X and... First Clash. No, that's that's X-Men 3 with no. Wolverine and... X, first Class. X, there's X-Men, X2, and X3. Yeah. And then there's... And X3 X-Men, is First X, Clash. X, that's Last Stand. No. That's Last Stand. First Clash was... First Class. Charles and... Young Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That didn't rely on Wolverine at all, right? It no. did actually. The well, only, no, 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 he showed one, up. There was a scene. Yeah, that one, one scene. didn't. There was one the scene. The second one did. Uh, Days of Future's Past did. That was yeah, a lot. Of, but that not was Wolverine class. heavy. Um, you keep saying first clash, and it's bothering me. What is class. it? Then? It's class. First, first class. class. Wait, what? What was the clash? Is that class? Are you thinking Clash of the Titans? Yeah. Um, the and then and then the third movie is Apocalypse. I think, mm. um, but they just didn't. They they once Wolverine was kind of out of the picture at, at after the second one, they kind of fell apart. And then it didn't do as there great. was Dark Phoenix. Yeah, too. and Dark Phoenix, and that one. I don't think sucked. I saw Dark Phoenix. I watched it. One it was bad. Time. It was okay. Quick, quick thoughts on X Men Origins Wolverine, mm. where you brought his brother Victor into it. What did you guys think of that movie? And obviously, we don't like the bad Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. We that don't was like the that. Superior but brother I, relationship. I gotta say, I like I like that version of Sabretooth. Yeah, I I have to say, like probably eighty percent of that film was awesome. Yeah, I I, I liked significant portions of that film. Um, I like, but there's a there's the so much there's so much bad in it. Well, I like I like. So there, if I rewatch it, bad CGI. If I rewatch it, there's going to be issues. But as far as characters and the concept up till the climax of the film, I thought was awesome. My favorite, you know, is Wolverine is a lumberjack. You know, just I Wolverine like, is a I lumberjack like in Canada. Thinking, he's just like he's got his house. He's, he's got, got his got girl, the, the girlfriend, his woman, and then he's just doing the lumberjack during mm-hmm. the day, and that's he's just having a, a good life. Yeah. And his brother shows up and causes a ruckus. Right. I, 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 yeah, I didn't mind too much of that. I actually like significant portions of the, uh, the Wolverine one too, where he's in Japan. I, there's a lot in there that's yeah, not great. I didn't care. Uh-huh. And, and sucks, but there's a lot of cool Wolverine stuff in there too. In some ways, do you, do you ever feel like some, in some ways we give, those films a pass because we're like we're just happy to see Hugh Jackman see Wolverine <laughs> yeah. Wo- yeah. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine and it's fun and mm-hmm. we get to see the blades coming out of yeah. his hands and he got huge for the one where he went to Japan yeah he got huge for that movie yeah. like he was pretty chunky if you look at the chunk. evolution of like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine 
I don't know. Like X1. Person, hold on. He was tiny. And then it was like up to that movie he got so okay. big. Let's see. I'm going to search. I think I think uh Origins Wolverine he was the biggest. So let me, let's look so? it up. I think so. I don't. So, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think so either. That the one where he went yeah. to Japan. He, I I've watched the clip where he said that there's a scene where he's like at the house and it's raining and he has his shirt off and he's fighting, and he said he hadn't had water for like like almost 24 hours at that point because. Or something like that, so he, his body could be so ripped. Okay, but, first off, look at them muscles. Yeah, but that's a picture. That's photoshopped. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They have fake claws. Well, the, the claws were terrible. This is a shot from the film. Okay, but now look at them shoulders. Okay, that's big. Y- yeah, but, but, but go, look, go to the, look at the, the one, next movie. Yeah, what okay. is it? in the next movie? He's Wolverine. Huge. What is it called? Uh, did I just type I in Japan? I think it's the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah. All right. The Wolver- right there, yeah, the Wolverine. All right. Yeah, right here, right here. This scene. Click yeah. on this that, one. That, that's look part, at that the, picture. No, no that one, one next to it. Look at that. Him. Is a look at shot that. from the movie. That's not he's photoshopped huge. or anything. All right, he's pretty big. He's big. <laughs> Hold on, he's massive. I want to see that shoulder lift. That's Days of Future Past, right? So there. I can get some, I can get some, con- some uh, comparison going. It's it's amazing. You look at him in the first X Men movie. Yeah. All right. You, you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. That's a big boy. That's, no, that's, no, that's Future Past. Days of that's, Future that's Past. Future he, past he, I would but... say he's bigger in <gasps> Days of Future Past. Wait, really? Now we have another contender. Look at him here. Look at him. Future's Past and the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, the Wolverine. Are, were around the same time, yeah, and they huge. were both really huge. Yeah. It's amazing to look at him in those movies, and then look at him in the first X Men movie when he has the body of a normal human being. Yeah, <laughs> he's got muscles, but they're like, but they're normal human muscles. Mm-hmm. And he takes off his shirt, and he's like, he doesn't have abs. This he is for Marvel injecting yeah. him with the super soldier but serum. In, they but, have, you know, in these movies, he's huge. <laughs> yeah, look really quickly since we're doing this. Just okay, right here. Just click on that. That's that's like that's got to be Last Stand. That's Last Stand, but he's not even that big there. Type in X One uh, Wolverine. <laughs> okay, there's a big difference. Yeah, I, I just want to. I, I want the people. To, yeah, to I see. want the people to see what he what the comparison is. And and can Taron Egerton? I think he can do it. I think he can be yeah. the muscles. Look at him. That's a normal human man. That's a normal human man with good pecs and good arms. Good? That looks like know. me, except minus the chest hair. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a normal that's human an... body. And then here, it, look, look, go to scroll down. Yeah. And then there. Look at this. Big look at him chest. here. And then now, and then look at him. That's not the same. <laughs> it's the same guy. And the timeline doesn't fit up either. Right. He's older here. He's older. Here. Look at that belt buckle. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Holy crap. Look at that vein muscle. Let's move on. <laughs> Stop fanning yourself, Wyatt. <laughs> move on. That's a big difference. You think so? Uh, Hugh Jackman has taken uh, steroids to get that big with the veins? Because. The veins are a sign of someone who's taking steroids. Look, I th- this is what I think. I don't know. Yeah, Tim's got veins. 
Yeah, look at Tim's arms. This is what the, I think. Tim's got you, like veins all up and down his arms, his shoulders, I, everything. You can't compare the Gordons to a normal human but, being. No, but, but he's Hugh not Jackman is an Aussie. He might have similar genetics to the Gordons. No, but look at him. They're Aussie. <laughs> no, I've I'm never saying, seen a Gordon look like the the guy in X Men One. All right, hold on. Let me let me say this. This is what I think. All right, mm. this is a legitimate thought. I think that Hugh Jackman had serious discipline getting ready for the role. And then his manager comes up to him and is like, hey, buddy, I see how hard you're working. I got a fella who's just, you know. <laughs> you know he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got six it's injections. It's not that like. Six injections. I don't know. No. That's it. You're, you're super disciplined. I can see your diet. Nah, I can see your. I don't know. <laughs> the real question that we'll actually, well, we'll tease it later. We'll, we'll tease it now for later. Is Chris Hemsworth on steroids is another question. But we'll come to we'll we'll circle back to that. That I'm I'm I actually am gonna say more no only because he's naturally big. He looks naturally big, and he doesn't have the veins that Hugh Jackman had in that photo. All right, this is what I think. I think Hugh Jackman did have help with steroids, but he was also doing an iconic role, and I think he has enough self discipline to be like. And once I'm done with Wolverine, I'm gonna dial it back. I'm gonna get back he on also, stage. You know, he also was probably doing the dehydration thing to no, make he, those veins yeah, pop. Yeah, probably but, for certain scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if he's gonna take his shirt off. Yeah, when he's a lumberjack and he's just got the rolled up sleeves to his elbow, he, you know, he's just you don't need it. He had pancakes that morning. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, I'm down for this. I'm down for Taron Egerton. Yeah, me too. So Joshua doesn't know how to feel. 50-50. We'll see. 50-50. Let me interrupt the podcast for just one moment. I want to take a minute and tell you about our Patreon. I know you hear us talk about it a lot, but it's important to us. It's where we give you guys benefits if you're a fan of WiseWorks podcast or WiseWorks content in general. Just go to the link in the description and you can see a handful of different tiers that we have there with different benefits. Just pick the one that works best for you. We'd really appreciate the support. And uh, and you also get a shout out on the podcast itself for any of the tiers. So if that's interesting to you, thanks so much for considering joining our Patreon. Now let's get back to the podcast. Before we move on, let's give a quick thanks to Daniel, Daniel and, Katie. and Katie. Listen, thank you guys. The choice to support us on Patreon is a big deal, mm-hmm. especially this early in the game, where we're just basically adolescent creators. Right. We be, well, we, we are. Adolescent, yeah. Adolescents. And I, I got to say, I really appreciate you guys being willing to support us, getting in on the ground floor, uh, caring for us, and believing in what we're doing. All right? It means a lot to us, and that's not a joke. It's real. Why are you saying it like it's a joke? I'm Why are you not. saying it like that? At that you're like, Ed, that's not a joke. Because it's I feel weird. like I haven't said anything serious this whole episode. We do uh, seriously appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining the Patreon. And if you two want to support us on Patreon and you uh, want to have a shout out on the podcast, go to the link in the description and uh, sign up for the tier that best fits your needs. You get a shout out. No matter what tier you fall under. A personal shout out. Thank you, Daniel and Katie Lilly. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Let's move right along. Mm. We're going to give a review of Thor Love and Thunder. Directed by Taika Waititi. Mm. Number two in the MCU franchise. Number two? 
Yeah, Taika's. Oh, Taika's oh, second Taika's movie. Two. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Taika 2. Um, this is a cutoff picture. In... Just Ragnarok? Yeah, he well, he he uh he directed Wasn't Ragnarok. He in... Why am I thinking he had a small role in something else? Um, Maybe not. Ryan Reynolds' YouTube channel for his reaction no, videos is Deadpool. No, no. I, I want to say like he was just like thrown into some... It could yeah. could be. I don't know. I got to ask you this, Joshua, before we even get started. How about that Christian Bale mole? <laughs> <laughs> you can see in, in this photo. It's coming in strong in this photo. Now, I, I'll say this about uh, Christian Bale, like the, the teeth, the sharpened teeth. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Um, that's what I think uh, the the character in um, Star Wars should have looked like. Which character? Yeah. Um, I'm drop. I'm blanking the, on his name. The blue guy with the hat. Oh, uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. His teeth with that kind of with that sharpened, but they're small and they fit in his mouth. Should have looked like that. That's what they should have looked like. It it looked perfect. Wait, so hold on. So first you're on the train of, it's fine the way they did Cad Bane. Now you're saying, I'd make make modifications. It's it's fine. Um, One of the big things I did see was like, I thought his teeth were too big, too sharp and too big. I think they should have looked more like that. Gotcha. Because it looked like he was talking around his teeth in the prosthetics. That's true. Uh, And Christian Bale didn't look like that. But Christian Bale's a professional actor. <clears throat> but he didn't he didn't have quite as much prosthetics on. No. Yeah. I think overall, my the best part of this movie was Christian Bale. He had the best he performance. Yeah. I uh, the movie was fun. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Cuz you brought up Christian Bale. I'm going to the picture. When you slamming a stink pickle? <laughs> oh, no, no, we're not not on the podcast. No, you just uh, you, have, you, you don't have enough fiber in your diet. Oh no! <laughs> you realize you ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> no, no. You realize that you're gonna have to plunge this one. <laughs> No, you're probably gonna have to snake this one. <laughs> Pull out the snake. <laughs> you don't have any more spray for the bathroom. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> you brought up Christian Bale. Finish your thought on why you thought Christian Bale was awesome. He had the best performance of of all of Thor's the. Bad guys, the I don't know how to say antagonist. <laughs> the the bad antagonist in every single Thor movie, he holds up as the best one in my opinion. I'd say aside from Loki, Loki has its. I would. Loki he's has got his, his own, own kind thing. of thing. Yeah, I I would agree, and it's it's way better than Ragnarok. Yeah, Helen, Hella, yeah, Helen or Helen, Helen or or uh, Malekith in um, the Dark World. Yeah, uh, and I I noticed at the beginning of the movie uh, the the scar like the the tattoos of their god they follow the same um they f- they follow the same image of the god. Yeah, he has these lines that go over his head and these like half moons Wait. under his eyes. Yep. Is he the airbender? 
No. Uh, but afterwards, after he starts killing the guys, you notice like the scars. Yeah. He's he's, he's cut true. he's cut away the tattoos on his yeah. head and under his eyes. That's a cool detail. Beautiful detail. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it, especially the X on that one side. Mm-hmm. If I was going to rate his performance, <clears throat> I would say it's about a 6.5. Yeah. I would give it Hold up. What what I would give it a lot more than that. If it wasn't for the mole, mole that had to act, act, act with him, you know, his, his, his silent partner in this film. Silent partner in every film. The, the mole is trying, is trying to make a career of its own. Yeah. Dude, the mole is a success. The mole's out here getting respect. Uh, I bet you there's an Instagram page that's called Christian Bale's no, Mole. No, no. And if there's not, we're starting one. His mole has gone into business for itself. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I like Gore the God Butcher. Um, but the movie overall, I... It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot to like Thor mm-hmm. that is just not there. Yeah. You know, in the previous movies, even in Ragnarok, Thor has some serious moments. In this character development, and he's a good character. Yeah. In every other movie, in this, he's just a wacky, dumb meathead who can't yeah. figure anything out. Now, I would appreciate that more. If it were part of his character arc of like, I'm doing all this to avoid how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this because I can't deal with who I want to be and my emotions moving forward. And so I'm playing off as like, I'm just sort of, I'm going to be happy, go lucky, fun loving, you know, but no, it he seems just, though, hold on. He it's, just makes dumb decisions. Yeah, but it seems like they introduced him as that. No. After Thanos. He came back and he's like, the only purpose I have is for me to basically exist and try to be at peace as much as I can until someone says, we need your help to defeat this enemy, basically. Right. That was his purpose no. in life, opening the film. But but his actions. When we, we went, went back and watched Dark Dark World. Or the Dark World, yeah. And he's got such good character like arcs in that film. There's a whole scene where... He's talking to Odin. I mean, it's really Loki, spoiler. But he's talking to Odin <laughs> and he said, I am not fit to lead, to be king. I will defend the people, but I will not be their leader. And he said, Loki was better fit for this role. And he like has his whole heart to heart with what we think is Odin, but it's really Loki. And it's like, Thor, it's a, Thor it's can a legitimate, think. Thor, yeah, Thor, Thor, has his, Thor is is worthy and and then in in endgame when he sees his mother and he's talking to his mother and he's like i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i am who everybody thinks i am you know and then he calls the hammer and he's like i am worthy but still also that lead up to her him talking to his mother was very goofy with rock of course it followed that goofy meathead vibe the whole time but he was he was in a state of depression at the time in this he's they it seems like it's like okay so he's gotten fit he's getting back to normal but he's still gonna make goofy meathead idiot decisions Mm. like like in the the moment that stood out i think 
there's a there's a bunch of moments in the movie, mm-hmm. but the moment that stood out is when he is communicating with um, Zeus, Astrid, uh, oh, uh, or Axel, yeah, um, um, Heimdall's son, yeah. yeah, and he's like, all right, bring me to where you are, and and he brings him to where you he is, and he's around all the kids who are scared. And he's like, it's going to, you know, it's going to be okay. But he's still acting like this idiot. Mm -hmm. Right. And I wanted in that moment for him to become Thor. Yeah. For him to be like, no, you're going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. I am coming for you. And and to be serious. And the same and the same in the town when, you know, when everybody's arguing and he he says Asgard. And they all silence. I wanted him to become the king, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I wanted him to become Odin's son and and be and lead the people in a serious way. It's it's cool for him to be goofy and avoid his emotions when he's around other people, but it just seemed like he was too much of an idiot. Do you, do you think that in some ways Taika Waititi did this starting with Ragnarok? Or maybe it happened even during the Avengers films where we essentially like a majority of the audience discovered they liked Thor more when he was more goofy. I I think this is why he made him this this way. I saw an interview with uh, them talking with Taika and he said, I don't. I don't know much about the whole Marvel world and all this stuff. I haven't done that much research, to be Mm -hmm. honest. He said, I'm trying to avoid that. I just want to create a good Thor film. And he said, for this, what I was going for was Thor going through this like midlife crisis type thing. Yeah. And I think Taika wasn't really playing off of all these other Thors that we have seen. He was just building his own Thor. Without and, being too even, inconsistent with even, the even in Ragnarok, you know, where it feels he feels goofy at times, he always comes back to a level of seriousness. In yeah. this one, even in moments that should be serious, he's still being dumb meathead Thor. Yeah. In in moments with with Jane where they're talking and it, it feels like he should be more involved, he's still stumbling and being an idiot. And I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. There's relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. And he feels weird talking with her again. And that's okay. But, you know, it, there should have been more character development of I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah. They should. I, I, I think that's what they were doing. But they should have made it more explicit of as as the movie goes on of him saying, I'm trying to avoid my feelings. The, I I will give one caveat. I agree with everything you're saying. Mm. Um, I will give one caveat. This was um, what's the what's uh, Taika's character in this movie? Korg. Korg. This Korg. is Korg telling the story. It's not really the story. It's Korg telling the Thor story. So that was Tiger out. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's telling it from his perspective, which is going to be a little bit more goofy. I can, in that I, sense. if, if you watch the movie from that perspective, yeah, I can give it a pass yeah. of it being Korg is telling this story. And so Korg is going to kind of, yeah, it's, fumble it's some gonna of the be, details. It's going to be weird. Uh, as far as the, the humor, a lot of it did not land. Uh, the entire beginning sequence where they're like, where he's fighting off all the 
everything. I know that's supposed oh, to be yeah. funny, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. any of that was funny. I didn't. I didn't so much care the, for that either. Yeah, all of this stuff. I was like, I know it's supposed to be funny, and it should be. Maybe I'm too old for this. I don't, it, <laughs> yes, you are for sure because. Most of Marvel these days, you can bet your butt about 60% of the film is fan service to children. Mm -hmm. And so the whole split thing, the zoom out. Again, this could be part of Korg's story. All right. But let's also also think (laughs) about this. All right. Our podcast, we don't market it to children. Mm -hmm. No children here. But we talk about stuff that children would like. Yeah. Like Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, you said it. So what I'm saying is, in some ways, in some ways, is it okay that a film like this can do a lot of service to children? Yeah, because they're the ones. They're the ones buying the action figures. It needs to. Yeah, they're the super fans. The kids, but kids were also buying action figures of Predator, and Alien, Mm. and Rambo, and. Uh, Luke yeah, but that was Luke bad. Skywalker. It was, was a different time. That was know? a different time when you know stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. But you can get like the uh, extended pack of Thor with the helmet and Stormbringer. And how did <laughs> that's cool? But like you know, can we? <laughs> I, I want to step away from this because I feel that like we have touched this enough. What did you guys think of like his outfits and stuff? The outfits Thor, were fun. I I I, his I Thor always love that. Different. Do you have a the picture Thor of that? outfits? Um, which one? Uh, his battle outfit. Oh, the, oh, with go, the go down. Do you he's, have, you have the go helmet? down. There's one where he's right with here? Jane. Yeah. No, he didn't have the helmet, but that that's it. It's yeah, it, it's very a lot more colorful than. Don't the other like ones. that. You don't like it? <laughs> no, not at all. That's way too close to Bible Man. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's too close to that's, Bible that's Man. That's Marvel. Either Bible Man or like Power Rangers. Yeah, Bible Man and Power Rangers. Look, I'm just going to say this. Freaking MCU. Bible Man. Don't go this direction. You're going too far. I, I think this was just to be extra yeah. with the outfit. Probably. I, I understand. Um, Tyke has got a weird sense of humor. The as I, I think the best moment, like humor wise, is like Zeus and his little skirt. Yeah. And just flaring um, his and walking down the stairs. That was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe absolutely killed that. Yeah, he did. I thought that was hilarious. Do you think there could be a better actor for Zeus? No. Russell Crowe. There could be plenty of good actors yeah. for Zeus, but I think he did. Uh, it, it, the depiction is like old, old Zeus. This, he's way past his prime. <laughs> he, all he's doing is this, like parties and orgies and stuff. Yeah. It's part of the film. Young um, Zeus would be like Marcus Aurelius yeah. from Gladiator. From Gladiator. And then he's just, you know, he's gotten old and became come this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's really fun to play with the, is like the, the body style. He knows. It's like, I, I you know, it, it, it's almost that idea of the old dude who is way past his prime, yeah. but is still trying to live in the golden era, even though he's not there. <laughs> Got a little bit of fat his, hanging his out. His mind his isn't, the, isn't there. His body isn't there. You know, and that's why he's got the abs on his armor. <laughs> yeah. You know? But he walks out and he flares his little skirt and walks down the Thor. That had me rolling. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, There's a lot of one-liners in this movie that don't land. That scene in particular was perfect. Very good. Was it perfect. was funny. 
And the cool thing is, like, in some ways, when he went up and talked to Thor about the position of where the gods are at, the mm-hmm. position of Gore, um, how he sees the situation, how Thor should see the situation, kind of made sense. Yeah. Honestly. It made which sense. Which I thought was good storytelling to launch from there into the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bit apathetic and a bit kind of saving our own skin, you know? Because in some ways, Hercules is... Not Hercules. <clears throat> Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> in some ways, Zeus is not just looking out for himself, but all the other gods in the right in yeah. the vicinity, right? Yeah. Not so much looking out for the mortals, but the other gods, he's trying to keep them safe. So he's saying, we're having orgy parties, you know? I do have one complaint. All right. No Howard the Duck. You, oh I my swear. gosh. <laughs> that, you're ridiculous, Joshua. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. No, I mean it's you know. Now we, let's let's talk predi- about this. We predicted the Guardians thing yeah. being very quick. Very quick. Guardians. And that was right on the nose. If we go back and listen to a podcast or one of the videos, the reactions rea- or yeah, something. Yeah, rea- one of the reactions on the studio trailers. channel. We yeah, you guys predicted freaking Easy. the Guardians is gonna be at the beginning and bounce. <laughs> because they they don't probably don't have the budget. For a stacked cast. Right. You know what I mean? Through the whole film. I mean, so yeah. Chris Pratt alone, you know, he, he's got a he's got a place to be. He's got prime places. <laughs> I mean, he's got prime <laughs> sheets to be in. Yeah. Prime places. Uh, I yeah, no, I knew they were gonna bounce pretty quick. I don't think half of them even got dialogue. No. Well, I know Bradley Cooper was in there for a minute with yeah. Rocket. Um obviously we Chris got, like, Pratt one got some or two I screen times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, who else? Uh, we who's the guy who plays um the strong dude with the gray skin? I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, strong dude with the gray skin. Well, now you Dave and Batista. The red, Dave Batista. He got a couple lines during mm-hmm. amid the battle, and so did and so did Nebula. Nebula got yeah. some screams and got some some yelling. So everybody kind of was there, but it was very quick. But it was it was funny. Is like, all right, we're gonna go by. Like he's done. They're done with Thor. Yeah, they don't want to. He's he's just taking up time at this. Point. Too much. He's taking he's up too space. Too much. They got to go visit Howard the Duck. Yeah. What? <laughs> at this point, doesn't Zoe Saldana's character? She's out there. Yeah. But isn't she with them? No, she's no, out she's there. But she, a previous version a previous of her is with yeah. them. She never had a relationship with him. She's not with them. I thought that was Im- implied. No, she bounced, no, and he's he's she's looking in. for her. Oh, and doing yeah. little uh, quests along, quests the, along way. the way. And Thor was with them, meditating, planting Stormbringer. Yeah. Stormbreaker. That was a weird scenario. I kind of liked the lightheartedness that Taika takes to serious Marvel roles. Yeah. And at the same time... In certain moments, like you're saying, with the jokiness mm-hmm. that doesn't land, in some ways it becomes annoying, you yeah. know. But overall, I I appreciate kind of the lightheartedness. I would say, although I don't care about the development of Ragnarok mm. and the story of Ragnarok, I think that the lightheartedness is refreshing yeah. to the Marvel universe. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. But uh, you know, I mind it this much. I'm kind of of the opinion. It's like. In in Captain America: Civil War, uh-huh. there are moments of lightheartedness and joking, and 
you know, quips and comedy. Yeah. But the movie overall is serious mm. and has a serious tone. Um, I, I like a serious story and a serious tone. When you're going to have a character like Gore the God Butcher yeah. mm-hmm. as the antagonist or Hela. You have to have some lightheartedness you know, in there too. I, well, I want the lightheartedness, but I want like a serious, a dark, yeah. I want a serious attitude from my characters. Which I feel like he brought for Gore. For Eventu- Gore. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. You know. What do we think about Jane? So, Jane's the mighty cool. Thor. Yeah, we could, I mean, clearly it felt like a, um, Natalie Portman didn't want to come back for Thor, but she was like, I'll work with Tyga. I want to, you know, work with Tyga and then kind of finish my story in the Wrap Marvel Marvel universe. Wrap which up was the story. Good, cool rather than that, just yeah. letting letting it us hang with that. But. I liked, I would say as far as character development, it's a little unfortunate that Natalie was quick to get out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is all we have left of Jane Foster, really. Yeah. In theory. Um, but in some ways, I really like the writing for her character where she has it was kind of sprung on us last minute it's like she has cancer stage four you know what i mean yeah but it was it played well to her character throughout the film and it played well for the ending moving into kind of this mild sweet situation where thor is now loss of a love Mm -hmm. defeated the villain and has adopted the villain's daughter you know what i mean yeah um and so it kind of plays well into the next generation of thor as long as chris hemsworth is willing to be there for it Mm -hmm. i so there's that's one thing that i thought was a little weird uh i like how they ended up thor almost taking on this father figure role at the end and that's kind of how he got out of his slump and all that stuff but I wish it had something to do with... With these two? Yeah, instead of, like, gore, because that just didn't make sense to me. Like, after we watched it, I was like, can you explain the daughter thing? That's... so I It didn't quite click for me. Right. I wish it was... I don't know how they would write it, but I wish they could still get rid of Natalie Portman's character, but it be kind of their kid somehow or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. That would have made more sense. I'd agree. Overall, what do you guys think? Uh, like a rating? Where yeah. would I rate this movie? Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm going to give it a 6.7. I'm going to give it a straight 6. I liked it better than Ragnarok, which I would probably rate it as a, at a 5, you know? But I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to give it a 5. Uh, just and and all five of those points are the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All five of them. <laughs> the other five is the like. the annoying stuff. Yeah, the writing, the writing, annoying stuff. This is kind of what I've said for a while now, which you've kind of adopted. It feels mm-hmm. like you can't come into a Marvel film expecting a lot. Not nowadays. Not nowadays. Maybe back in the early days when we when they were like coming out with Thor one and Captain America one and Iron Man two. That was when you could go say, in and I be would, in like. I would say even, this is going to be the movie of the year. I would you know? say even Phase two. Maybe Phase two. You know, going into the second Captain America movie and it's just awesome. Yeah, perhaps. But what I'm saying is at this point, unless unless it's like 
Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You probably shouldn't be expecting too much. And even once yeah. you hit Avengers Endgame, although it's going to be wildly popular, it's still not going to kind of live up to what your expectations are because those early Marvel films were just yeah. groundbreaking. And at this point, it's no longer groundbreaking. It's taboo. I would be able to forgive Marvel for everything they do going forward if they would just give me. Give you. Give me personally. I don't care about the whole other world. Just give me personally. I want a Disney Plus show, a 10-episode show. It doesn't even have to have a second season. 10-episode show, a Guardians show that isn't like this. these cheesy things they've been doing. But almost make it a live action cartoon mm-hmm. where it feels like what we would see the cartoons ever. I talked about this before. Every episode is a new adventure type thing. And they're just traveling around the galaxy. Almost hitchhiker guide to the galaxy type <laughs> thing. <laughs> and just doing adventures, just doing nonsense stuff. But it feels like a live action cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I they give me that, I will forgive Marvel Disney for everything. Okay. I, I would say at this point the the formula is um stand there's a standard Marvel formula. Yeah. yeah. How do we write characters? How do we portray them? How do we get the movie out? Um and I thought, you know, oh, with Taika Watiti, he's kind of gonna break the formula. He didn't break the formula, he used the formula, or maybe they made him use the formula. Uh, and just you know, added more humor, mm-hmm. which kind of kind of you know overwhelms the formula. Mm-hmm. So now it feels like a typical Marvel movie with too much humor that doesn't land. Mm-hmm. Like all the humor that didn't land in the previous Marvel movies, now there's a whole lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that's that's kind of my biggest issue. Like you know, when when can we get a little bit more serious? Yeah. And I don't I don't know that we're going to see that anytime soon, to be mm-hmm. honest. No. Um, but we do need to move on. So we haven't done it in a while. Uh, let's fan service it. Okay. Five words or less for the fans. Um, gosh, dang it. Wish the kid was... Wait, no. Wish <laughs> kid... Jane and Thor's no <laughs> Jane and Thor's kid. That's what I'm gonna say. It's like 15, 16 yeah. words, something like that. <laughs> put put however you want to workshop it to make it five words. <laughs> you know what I'm getting. Okay. I'm disappointed, Natalie Portman. That's it. That's, uh, no, that's I'm much. disappointed, Natalie Portman. There's four muscles. Words. <laughs> muscles. That no, muscles in no, there. she was pretty strong. I, I would say no, mine would be <laughs> too much comedic. Uh, no, wait. Too much. Too much unneeded comedic relief. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what we all said kind of encapsulated the yeah. film. All right, that's it. Thor: Love and Thunder under our belts. We've given our thoughts. We've seen the film. What kind of belt is this? Is this like a utility belt like Batman's got? Thor, Thor's no. magic belt. No, oh, it's a this is Thor's it's, magic belt. The Reefer one that gives belt. him the strength of ten men. 
a roofer belt. Yeah, the one that has no. The nails. I, I would say it's like and the either like Batman Move from on. or. <laughs> You know, Bible man, you know, he's got the utility belt. Oh, discount double check. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a creator of freelance work of any kind uh, and you need music for your projects, you need music for clients, for videos that you're editing, go no further than Soundstripe. Soundstripe is a awesome music library where they have any kind of genre that you will need for short films for promotion videos, for YouTube content, or for even client work, or even like stuff for like podcast intros. Like that's what we use. We use Soundstripe all the time. So go to the link in the description, use our promo code WiseWorks10. So I don't want to take up any more of your time. Consider Soundstripe. Now let's get back to the podcast. So um, there's been an article out, Vanity Fair, not Vanity, I, I don't know, okay. Variety. Variety, I, don't know I what think. We're doing here. Um, One of so, the woke crowd, I'm sure. Yeah, Ooh. basically though, it was, <laughs> it was teasing this idea that we might see the last, this this next film might be the oh, last of its I kind. For, I didn't okay? realize we were okay. And it's kind of a scary this. thought. Let me present some information to you and then we'll go. So we're talking about Oppenheimer. Okay. Once again. Wait, so we're not going to see... this. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you before you jump to conclusions. So Oppenheimer, it's directed by Christopher Nolan, is a one over $100 million budget film. Potentially over $200 million with marketing for the film. And to pay Christopher Nolan, who is a high-demand director. All right? In so doing, things like biopics, historical films... Mm-hmm don't typically have a lot of success as far as high dollar mm-hmm. in the box office, not just domestically, but also worldwide. Not a lot of – the only reason they've put this much money into this film is because Christopher Nolan, who has consistently with every single film blown it out of the water for basically the the gross income for the film, all right? So every single Chris Nolan film that's come out, they have made money. Yeah. So that's why, and like even with Dunkirk, they made money, which is a a historic film. So when they are doing this biopic of Oppenheimer, they are betting that Chris Nolan and his fans will gain money. But Mm -hmm. what they're saying is that, before you (laughs) cut me off. Keep going. What they're saying is that, this could be the last, especially if it doesn't do as well as they're hoping, this could be the last of its kind because we might not see another historic film with this kind of budget behind it. Mm-hmm. So you're saying a historical um, narrative narrative film. film. You're specifically yes. pinpointing the historical. Yes. Okay. I was about to say if you said a narrative like story about a character i was about to say i got two words for you elvis presley no it, that was huge i think this, but the historicalness this, is what you're this talking would be about. a different situation because elvis presley is kind of a worldwide sensation yeah everybody knows who he is uh this would be more american history yeah. Which they are actually saying they're worried it won't do well world. It won't do well because worldwide. most of the money that Hollywood makes is from China. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why you know, in a lot, like in like it, it, 
going, a, you know, taking a step back to Thor Love and Thunder mm-hmm. will make millions in China. Mm-hmm. So much money. Yeah. And all they have to do is cut out anything that like the gay scenes. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. They, they're so easy to cut out. I, I was watching and I was like, that'd be so easy to snip out so that you could release it, in China. almost crafted that way. It, they are. They're crafted <laughs> that way so that you can release it in China. Yeah. Um, this isn't going to be as famous in China. No. It's not. And it's really going to have to rely on American audiences. Mm-hmm. So basically, it looks like roughly, from what I've read, it looks like for this to be a success, it has to gross over around $270 million. Mm-hmm. For it to break even. All right. That's a big deal because there's articles coming out that's being like Top Gun Maverick has grossed 600 million, you know, and 600 million is a lot more than 270 million. But at the same time, when we're talking about a film called Oppenheimer, it's about American history Mm. and it's probably not going to do well overseas. It's not a blockbuster. It's not something that you can put on kids' lunchboxes or sell to kids in action figures. You could. It's you could. No, listen, I'm telling you, a this nuke. is. Yeah. There's a lot of things going against this film, and the one selling point is Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan working mm-hmm. on it. That's it. Yeah. He'll do. It. He'll do it. No, he, we know he'll bring the thunder, the lighting and the thunder. The love and thunder, if you will. (laughs) But he'll he'll bring the thunder. But what we're saying is, will the audience receive it? Yeah. You know, that's the big question. And that's why there's people saying this might be the last of its kind, especially with Nolan's classic um, filmmaking style. Like, look at this camera. Look at this camera that he's using. Panavision. He (laughs) shoots on film. Yeah. All right. Panavision is an old style film. That's him with the with the the no wonder fisherman hat. What? No wonder he he he's weird. He's weird looking. He's just so, Chris Nolan. Yo, the weirdest people sometimes make the bestest movies. But if you take a look yeah. at that camera, it says Panavision. They were fil- They were using that equipment on the first Star Wars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. He's a classic, loving of the the art kind of filmmaker director, and at the same time. We might not see too much more of this kind of filmmaking. Not not with film, but like this more artistic narrative yeah. story that's that a drama piece. Yeah, they, they're tired of doing the blowing off the dust. Mm-hmm. They're tired. tired. <laughs> they're tired of making sure that that stays in the dark because if it gets exposed to light, you're yeah. screwed. A whole it's, day of work yeah, is no, gone. There's so many more ways of doing it today that's a lot easier. But we're... But Yes, there are, but I appreciate Nolan for his uh, but purity. But the, the 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 way that Nolan films is not going to be the death of the biopic. No, like one of the like the the high dollar historical uh, movie biopic. It's going to be, um, it's it's going to be like specifically like American history or mm-hmm. European history, um, or almost any uh, like I would say Western style history even even a probably a movie in mexico or something maybe you're not gonna see you're not gonna see profits from china what they they're not interested in something that happened you know Mm. 100 years ago yeah 
over here that you know not over there mm-hmm. if it's you know especially if it's not like a blockbuster thing yeah i see what you're saying I, unless but, it may be top gun top gun because top gun is cool <laughs> yeah but top but gun again, was blockbuster yeah it's a blockbuster and i don't think oppenheimer is going to necessarily be a blockbuster mm-hmm. it's just not it's not designed that way it's not going to be able to be marketed that way because it's going to be through and through a Nolan film mixed with what happened in history, you know, mm. and what happened with this historical figure. So I'm slightly worried, but I have hope. I have hope. There's hope. That there's, the audience like hope. us and millions of other people will show up, pay for and enjoy this film. I mean, we know? were worried for Dune. A bit. We were worried for but Dune for a because, different of the, uh, because of the HBO release. Um, I don't know how Dune performed in China, but uh, people were worried that that wouldn't perform. We wouldn't get a sequel to that one. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we are. We did. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. We didn't yet. Not yet. But we it's are. coming. They're working yeah. on it. They're literally working on it yeah. as we speak. They might be filming a night scene right now. That would be really cool. But probably not because they'd be doing it overseas. So it'd be like early, early morning over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I was know, so excited for Dune as well. You know what it would be a, a cool biopic that I I would like to see? What? Is a Dick Van Dyke uh, biopic. That would be fun. Oh, just about uh, yeah, Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke's life. That sounds more like a documentary. I mean, no, I'd like we, to, yeah. I, I could watch a biopic. Yeah, because he's got a lot of film history like he can you know how old he is and like he was back during the like almost when disney started yeah till he's still kind of is acting is that rdj right yeah there? oh yeah um so a couple pictures we have here for the actors you got killian murphy over there you got robert dunning jr over here um cool character killian. looks yeah you know the high, the high pants. The high pants. The yeah. suspenders. Those are up past your belly button. Way Those past. Those are touching your rib. Look at how small that tie is. <laughs> touching your rib cage. Very I think cool. it, I think it, it's a cool look. I'm excited to see Robert Downey in this character. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, these characters across the board are going to be awesome. Stellar, in fact. Interstellar. Yeah. Interstellar. <laughs> but I think, um, look at this man in the red shirt. Just killing it, doing doing a doing a heck of a job, <laughs> heck of a job, just over the shoulder of Robert Downey. <laughs> that man is a star as well. Yeah. So, um, just wanted to bring that to the forefront. Um, I think uh, we've already mentioned this on previous episodes. I think Killian couldn't probably have been casted better for a biopic role yeah. than Oppenheimer. He's good. Right on the money as far as physical features. And we know that Killian can just adapt into a role. He's good. He can, oh man. You guys still haven't like, watched. Still. I haven't finished. Yeah, Shut I, up. I, you no. haven't even started it. I watched all of we it. We made a bet, I'm but finished. I don't remember what the bet was. No, you said if we watch the first season, then you will finish oh, Avatar. Avatar. All of it. And did you watch it? Yeah. You're a liar. No, I'm lying. You haven't even started it. I have. I watched like like the first episode doesn't count. I watched more I watched more, I watched. I watched and, more and, of and Avatar we, we than you've seen. We both have to watch it. Peaky Blinders. No, 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 no. 
I think that we're talking yeah, about yeah, Peaky yeah, Blinders, probably. everybody. Yeah. Joshua and Wyatt refuse. How many seasons? Not is that I refuse. Six. Just, oh, that's a. It's like it's like getting into break, a, it's like getting into Breaking Bad. It is. That's, that's a lot to commit I'm to. Telling I'm telling you, you know, I'm trying to, you know, you're gonna go out. I'm trying this. to, you know, and I don't got time for. You're gonna love Peaky Blinders. I promise. You're gonna love it. You just gotta get past the few first few episodes because it's not that the first episode's not good. It's literally because you're just trying to get into a new See, show. I got I got to like the episode. They're like out in a field on the hills with their cars, and they start hitting people with their hats. Oh, the hat episode! I saw that. I think that's episode one. Nah, it's not. Because Maybe I remember two. I watched quite a few episodes where they introduced the blades and the hats, that, the Peaky that, Blinders hat episode. I have not seen the that Peaky episode. Blinders. I, I know. Are we? Uh, what? What? What next? That's what? it. Oh. That's it. Finishing it off. Outside of the animation pick for this week. All yeah, right. I got a strong one. Okay, I, introduce it. We'll switch. I on. wanted to show a clip. Apparently, we can't because of copyright issues. <sighs> <sighs> she. It's unfortunate. Um, go ahead. And... Oh yeah. What's up, danger? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There's a lot of, clearly it's like 3D animation, yeah. but it f- it's 3D animation that feels like comic booky, but yet sketch animation, even though it's 3D. And it's, mm-hmm. there's so much to it so cool. when you watch it. And it's super cool when he's like, you know, flying through New York, with his webs, he's doing his thing. It's so good. Sick. Th- this is uh, probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies mm. ever. Really? It's just, it's a beautiful it's movie to watch. Sound design and mixing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Character growth and character arc is just really solid. It's basic, but it's solid. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it again. Uh, I've seen it, but I need to watch just, it again. It, and all together? You, have you just seen it all the way through? No. We should sit down... We're going to stop this recording. We're going to go watch it. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's just a fun movie to watch yeah. in general. I guess I do need to watch this before our final episode this season mm. because I have to have a you, uh, Wait, you haven't? I was positive you'd seen this. No, I, I've seen... Is this the second one into the Spider-Verse? This there's is only the, one. Oh, there's so only far. one. When is the second one coming out? Uh, there should be a second one, but I don't know. It, there's, it's still... Yeah. Pending? Yeah, Pending. Maybe I have seen it. It was a while ago. That's is this the one with Post Malone on the soundtrack? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunflower. Okay, I think I have seen it. It's good. I think I'm think I'm trying to think of. I saw the trailer for the next one, and I think that's the one you're talking about. But I haven't stayed on top of the Spider Verse, and mm-hmm. I need to get. I need to delve back into yeah. it and prepare mm-hmm. for the uh, next film. But uh, that's what we have. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's. It's Monday morning. Look, we know that you're sad this episode's over. <laughs> and we know that you want us to just keep talking to get you through the work day. You're like, crap, why won't they just keep talking? Like but Joe Rogan, roll three hours, roll five hours. I need to get to a work day. 10 bucks, you could see a lot of pre-shows that are up. There's a whole ton of pre-shows Also, on the if you pay just for the basic, the basic uh, tier. You get to see right now. Next week's episode is available on Patreon. So if you just go join oh, yeah. us on Patreon, the link in the description, you can go 
watch a whole nother episode right another episode you can watch some watch parties me and Wyatt have done you can watch everything over there um but not for four dollars we've already plugged the patreon we've already plugged it yeah so thank you guys so much for being here we love you wherever you're watching or listening we think you're the best and uh don't forget don't forget about the midnight special coming out on friday evening at 10 p.m every single friday to kick off the weekend with a shebang all right (laughs) and if you want to watch it or listen to it on saturday morning that's cool too it works either way thanks so much for listening we love ya. You gonna shave off that mustache? See, it's looking kind of rough. I eat. Oh, maybe. I've been staring at it the whole episode. Yeah, it's not great. But the thing is, if I gotta, I see. I'm convinced myself that if I let it grow, it will get fuller. It will. If I don't let it grow, it ain't gonna do nothing. Hmm. I, every time I let my facial hair just grow out farther and like uh, on my face, that was like the farthest I'd let it grown out uh, before I shaved it today. And then I shaved it. I feel like it'll come back fuller. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I've had this theory for a while and I don't feel like it does. Oh,